the county. Live 95. No, you're welcome back. And the second of our debates involving candidates standing in general election 2020. Our candidates before us this time are Conor O'Donoghue in two and independents Con Cremen and Rob O'Donnell. They're all standing in the Limerick County constituency. Um, first of all, we'll just start the same procedure as last time. Um, tell us about yourself and your party and why you're running. Good morning, Trevor. And thanks for the opportunity for coming here this morning. Uh, my name is Conor O'Donoghue. I'm from uh, Newcastle West. Now living in Arda, I have five kids. Uh, I work as a health and safety manager in, uh, in Newcastle West and I'm running for AN2. AN2 was, uh, was formed uh, over 12 months ago um, by Palato Bean. And on the, uh, really upholding, uh, there's a couple of core, core values really and one was upholding the right to life, um, which is very dear, dear to myself. Um, and also economic justice, you know, um, which really means that uh, the economy does better if, if it's fair for everybody. And it's quite obvious that in the Ireland of today, it's not fair. There are so many issues there with housing, homelessness, the hospitals. So I'm running and hoping to give the voter uh, a choice of who to vote for, particularly those for pro-life. We know there's 17,000 people voted, for, voted against the, uh, the Eighth Amendment, repeal of the Eighth. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself forward for those voters and for those who want change in, in this country. OK, Con Crimmon. Con Crimmon. Uh, I'm a farmer from West Limerick and... Uh, I've been very concerned about the lack of democracy in the EU. Uh, since the Nice Treaty, we were told to vote. We voted no at the first Nice Treaty in 1999-2000, and we were told to vote again. And, 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 and they got it too by putting perks and put, putting... Uh, the, the EU was great for st- putting carrots before farmers, oh, we'll pay you this and pay you that, and they got, got it over the line. But they'd done it in, 2000, in 2008. I was on questions and answers, and I got a right dig at the, at the Lisbon Treaty. Now, they told lies that time that Lisbon Treaty was actually the European Constitution. But they knew the Irish were very uh, suspicious and they kind of changed it, they tweaked it a little bit. They tweaked it and they made it the Lisbon Treaty. Now, that European Constitution is, is totally undemocratic and it's one of the reasons why Britain got out. And I'm, I'm a conscientious and my late mother used to say, fool once, shame on them, fool twice, shame on you. The people should have risen that time. The people... I've been asleep, and, and I'm, I'm here, to, especially now, to, to our lack of sovereignty. Number one, the main reason I'm bringing it is because of sovereignty, and the, the lack of it, and that's why I'm here today. Thank OK, you. and Rob O'Donnell. Yeah, um, I'm from Palace Green. My mother's from Turner Fuller, so there's good old blood inside me, you know. And uh, I don't really know who I am, so I'm just like another human trying to figure out life, aren't I? And uh, I suppose along the way, in 2013, I left uh, college because I suppose my life was a mess. But... Uh, you went, I went to find myself, as I say. Well, you figure out lots of things on the journey, you know. You discover lots of things and you meet lots of cool people. And Sure, it comes back into the full circle and, and uh, really and truly you, you, the place where you're looking for all the time is your heart, like, you know. So um, my heart is definitely in it for the people, you know. I, I, I love everyone. I, don't get on, I, I get on with everyone and I don't judge anyone for starters. That's a big message of mine, not to judge people, you know. And um, Should I play a bit of hurling? It's great crack. And uh, barefoot. Uh, and we want to which Rob O'Donnell. There's two Rob O'Donnells, Robert O'Donnell yeah. as well. Yeah, there's only one Robert O'Donnell now, Trevor, <laughs> to get that right, yeah. But uh, there's two Robert O'Donnells in Palace Green, yeah. The other Robert is, uh, I don't know much about him. Uh, he's um, he's up in Trinity, but uh, he's um, he's running in Tipperary, as you know. Yeah. He's running for um, the Greens. The Greens, yeah, yeah which, is, um, which is cool too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm predominantly most of my life I've been in Palace Green, and um, yeah, I play a hurling. Play with the banjo and the mandolin, and I have a few pints and smoke a fag, and that's me, really, truly. Oh, okay, very good. Right, um, um, 
we've two independents and, and one from a, a party. But um, if you were elected to do a deal in the Dáil, what parties could you find yourself willing to work with, and what would you be looking for in a deal? Uh, Trevor, yeah, I mean, I mean, we have, you know, we have we have candidates saying they're not going to talk to this party, they're not going to talk to that party. I think we can't discount discount people like that. We have to wait and see what's going to happen in in the election and sit down. and And some people will be re-elected, some won't. Some new faces will come in. So we have to see who will be elected, and we have to see what's their what's their agenda and what they're going to bring to the table. Of course, there'll be some uh, there'll be some negotiation and, and a lot of, um, I suppose, um, working out to be done. But uh, I'd sit, I'd sit down and I'd speak with everyone before I can make a decision. Um, what would I be looking for? Health, health. I mean, that's the big one at the doors. Health and housing. Um, I mean, I mean, the, the health is, is it's a crisis at this stage, and the, the, the current uh, outgoing government. I mean, Fianna Gael. And, and uh, Mr. Harris, you know, he's, when he said he was proud of the job he'd done, I mean, that's, that just goes to show how out of touch the Oikoin government, supported by Fianna Fáil, my, might I add, you know, are with, with, with the people. So definitely we have to do something in health because it's, it's costing lives. People are dying and because of the health crisis in, in this country. And also the homeless, the homeless uh, problem that we have in this country. You know, we have pregnant, we have pregnant women. Just there recently the news given birth on the street, a, pre- a pregnant woman. Um, I was talking to a counsellor. Uh, uh, involved to speaking with women in crisis pregnancies and there are women sleeping on the streets because there is no accommodation you, see, you know the hot, they're afraid to go to the hostels there are so many things that we need to do in housing and, 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 and in health that would be my priority If Con Cremer was elected to the Dáil who could he work with? Well <clears throat> a lot of the main political parties have staked out they've gone so completely away from, 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 from the people who, who, who died for this country a hundred years ago people first of all the, after that referendum there and the Eighth Amendment, they, 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 a lot of people said, ah, sure, they'll have to, to be paid, they won't pay. Simon Harris came out and said it, oh, we'll put this on the, on the medical card, we'll be free abortions. Now, now that's crazy. They can't even do, do there's people waiting two and three years for, for to get their operations. And, 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 and all of a sudden, oh, we've plenty of money for, for doing this, you know what I mean? It's absolutely crazy. Like the carers should be held, held should be helped more. Uh, also, uh, the working married mothers in the home should have a choice, and the money is there because there's so much squandering the money. A married mother should have a choice: keep on to her job, and 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 use it in childcare and in the creches and things, or else give her a wage, maybe two hundred, you know, a livable wage to, to stay at home and mind the children. A lot, a lot of the problems with our youth is the children are not being reared up, they're being dragged up. They're being put into creches at six o'clock in the morning and they're being collected maybe five or six in the evening. The parents are commuting and everything like that. That's very harmful to the children. The, the first people, four. people have to work on. People have, they have, to... They have, they have to work, but I mean, in, in, in the Constitution of 1919, that, 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 that there was something put in there that the mothers should be looked after in the home. And as, as I agree with... Uh, uh, Connor. Uh, Connor there Connor. when he said about crisis pregnancy there should be hotels uh, and, and volunteers should go in there and keep an eye on girl if they want to go through with the pregnancy and, and look they could send in to maybe learn a language you know what I mean we should look after our vulnerable and they're vulnerable and not be looking after but they're looking after these uh, these big companies coming in giving them free tax and everything like that now we have to have, have work alright but look, we have to look after our vulnerable and it's not, it's not happening Connor. It's not OK happening. Uh, Rob O'Donnell if you were elected who could you work with and, and what would you be looking for if you were elected to the Dáil? Uh, yeah. Um, we have lots of intelligent people in Ireland, Trevor, like, I mean, 
I don't think uh, so. We we need to sit down and really have really important conversations about a lot of things. Like I mean, if you look at any of the d- debates, like they're arguing with each other on television, and these are supposed to be the people that lead in our country. Like they're they're idiots in my opinion. Like you you have to sit down and have honest, decent, intelligent conversations of how you can problem solve, how you can bring talk about solutions of how we can solve the problems. Like you look at the hospital crisis, right, and uh, the health system, right. That's a huge issue. However, like the only way you're going to solve the health issues is if you start curing people, and you're not going to start curing people with drugs and operations. Like you have to go back to the roots of where we all, where our ancestors came from. They ate the foods of the soil. They our 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 land was alkaline. You know, our our land was full of minerals and vitamins. Then our vegetables were full of minerals and vitamins. They contained magnesium, calcium, sodium, potassium because we spread seawater on the soil. When people start coming back and cleaning out their systems and cleaning out the bodies and come back with a health, nobody will be going into the hospitals. You're going into the hospital, your 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 lifestyle is is um is not healthy for 10, 15 years and you're going into the hospital looking for a quick cure. That doesn't work. Like. But people will be getting sick. People of a certain age will be going into hospital. For example? Well, for, you know, if they have illnesses or if they're a certain age and they get they get older, they'll just, they will be getting, people will be getting sick. Yeah, but why were young people going into the hospitals? I mean, people's bodies are destroyed with drink, drugs, alcohol, and, and the foods. I mean, we don't realize what's inside in our foods. Like, we've got MSG and aspartame, two drugs inside in our foods. Like, you know, um, even the, these vapor, the vapes, the liquid off the vapes. If you look at them, there's a there's a component in them called propylene something, and if it's derived from petroleum. Like, we don't even know what we're eating and taking anymore. And then you have like, but the thing about it is the the laws in this country let the let anything go like. I mean, they tax the cigarettes, they tax the um, the alcohol, but why don't they tax the sugar, the biggest destroyer of people's health, you know? And, and Khan said it a minute ago, like, people... It would be great for mothers to be at home and look after their children, but they're, they, they, the, the finances now that people have to keep up with, the bills, they're forcing people into uh, full-time employment. If we keep going the way they're going, parents will have to work 24 hours a day. They won't have time for their kids. You know, in an ideal world, it'd be great to have parent, one parent stay at home cooking dinner and making sure that the child's emotional needs and nutritional needs are met but you have USC you have TV license you have more they keep putting the bills on the people they need to take away the bills from the people and stop putting external stress on people you know ok sure. let's, let's hear from some questions um, some issues uh, raised <coughs> by members of the public recently I've got another question here directed to everyone what are your plans to put Margie, more guardie on the streets you walk out of here at a certain time of the evening you don't see a guard actually in the middle of the day you rarely see a guard do you just don't have enough are they hiding what's going on it's people don't feel safe and they shouldn't be like that in 2020. No, we're going to put that, we're going to play that question again, okay, just for all the candidates to make sure they hear it. I've got another question here directed to everyone. What are your plans to put more guardie on the streets? You walk out of here at a certain time of the evening, you don't see a guard. Actually, in the middle of the day, you rarely see a guard. Do you just don't have enough? Are they hiding? What's going on? It's people don't feel safe and they shouldn't be like that in 2020. Connor. Yes, Trevor, um, and and that's a, that's a common issue that we hear. And um, this is really this. Is, what, what I would do is is we need more guards. It's as simple as that. Um, this again is a legacy of Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, Fine Gael government. Um, we, are, we have about fourteen thousand guards at the moment, um, which is actually less than when this when this government this government came in. Um, for just saying that they brought the figures back up to fourteen thousand is the same as what it was. It's not. The population has grown since. So we've actually less guards. Uh, and on the streets now than we had when this, when this government came into being. We need more guards, we need more local guards. We have, you know, the, the local guard stations have been closed down across the country. They're, they're not viable, we hear. 
I mean, we can't we can't run society like that. I mean, people are in rural Ireland, in particular, are fearful in their homes, and we have to we have to give those people assurance to say that that they are secure in their homes and they are safe in their homes. We need more guardy, but we also need resources for the guardy. Um, you know, um, the guards need to be supported in every way in every way they can to ensure that we have a safe and functioning society. Yeah. I, I think there's very low morale in the Gardaí. They've, they've very low morale because they, they see t- tough criminals uh, getting soft sentences in our courts. And I think the judges have a, a big there's a big overhaul of the, of the judge system because look, they're not they're not up to purpose. They're not they're given kind of severe sentence for for non-violent crime and 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 soft sentence for for violent crime. That's not good enough. Of course, there should be more guards. And there should be more uh, community peace policing. But it's coming back to our sovereignty, I think, because we are not declaring our sovereignty. There's most of the problems in Ireland today. We've given away our sovereignty. My Hall Martin came out with a statement there. Sovereignty is not important. Not important. We will be cheering on Ireland today and the rugby nation. But we're not. A, if we have not sovereign, you're not a country. I mean, I mean, and all the most of the problems. That that's why I'm standing for the 1919 Constitution, uh, or the, the sovereign republic of era that will be installed. And then and then and then we can start because you you can't. Europe, EU is claiming sovereignty over Ireland, and Britain is claiming sovereignty. They have the harp and the coat of arms. If you ever see the Queen, she has the harp down in the court. There's four, four, uh, and the harp is down in the right corner, bottom corner. That belongs to Ireland. They have no right. To, they're claiming sovereignty over us. So we have to claim sovereignty of the people. We, the people of Ireland, and then we can sort our problems. You know. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I was at the Pass Now Parade up in uh, Temple Moor uh, maybe three or four months ago, and Charlie Flanagan wrote a speech. Well, he didn't write himself, that was obvious. But he spoke about communities in the speech three times. Like, you know, he mentioned communities, communities, communities. But still, he sends guards from Glen Bay and Kerry up to Donegal and Dublin and stuff, and they have a major issue with suicide down in Glen Bay. You know, like, we need to... Obviously, it's, it's pretty... It's common sense, too. Like, you, you open up the guard stations in local villages, like, and you have local local people, local guards, who don't have to travel to Dublin, rent a house, petrol and diesel going up. They can play with their local GA clubs, have them around their local areas, and have them walking around the streets. We need to reach the elderly people in Ireland. Like, you know, the elderly people are definitely for, being forgotten about. And if we employ more local guards, we can definitely use them to um to reach the elderly people and get, and get out there and check on how they are. But in the same time, like... You you go up to Temple Moor and you're being you're being trained to be like ruthless and all these things and and the guards are very intimidating like some of them are intimidating like you know and if you walk up the street and they be looking at you and you know there has to be more there are peace commissioners at the end of the day they have to engage with the people they have to they have to talk and, and ask the local people and the young fellas I know there's trouble around the streets like you know every, we were all, we all did a bit of mischief like and stuff but you have to engage with these young fellas and and see how they are because it's trouble it's tough times for all these young fellas too like there isn't many resor- resources for them if you don't go to college you're kind of left as a nobody like because if you're not gone down the mainstream system or go to college get a job you're kind of left out like you know and the resources for youth clubs and stuff are not really there so like we have to have local guards and local stations communicating with with one another and talking to the people like you know engage with the people have a conversation go in for a cup of tea but then when the crime comes like people have to be punished like you can do anything you want in this country, and the, the bankers have showed that. Like you know, they get away with murder. Like they need to, there need to be needs to be a corporate punishment. Like 
build a, a jail out in Bear Island and put them all out there, like you know, because we can get away with murder in this country, like as simple as put all the bankers there. Is that what you're saying? Anyone that has screwed this country, Trevor, in the in the last 15, 20 and another thing, too, Trevor, the, the the drugs that are confiscated, they should be burned in public view every month. We, we, we don't I know. Think I think a lot of them are actually, but well, yeah, some, but, some but, are. But, but yeah, but people should be, should see them being. But there was there was a big talk hall down for cocktail a few years ago. You know, what I mean, there's a suspicion out there. Some of them might get back on the street, like you know, what I mean. So now we're hopefully that don't. Want to, but, the, but but the country is awash with drugs. But Trevor, I can't just mention drugs there. And I mean, that's it's it's an epidemic at this stage in this country. I think it's been referred to as cocaine, as as is it the devil's dandruff. Um, and I think you now, as I mentioned by one a few politicians before, that um, you know the word of a super uh, superintendent, a chief superintendent, can be used to convict paramilitary someone if they dare suspect of paramilitary activity because it's classified as a threat to the state. These drug dealing should be classified the same, you know. So that the police then they have the power to go out to pick up these people without going through a big elaborate, probably twelve months, eighteen months stakeout of trying to find evidence. They know who they are. They all know who they are. If they had this power, and had to, it just has to be legislated. And I don't know why the government doesn't do this. I, I think other parties are, are calling for that as well. I just want to raise another issue uh, raised by a, a member of the public. If you just put on your headphones again. I've got quite a few questions. Um, my name is Inga. I live in the Midwest. And my very first question, which would be to everybody that's up for election, what are you going to do about reopening the hospital beds in our region? Limerick, Nina and Dennis. People are on trolleys, people are waiting for surgery. I'm waiting for surgery myself. I have to go to Galway. It's not being done in Limerick. It's not good enough. I live in a city. I'm having to travel out of town. I don't understand why, and I would love someone to explain to me what the plan is. Yeah, I, I, there's a, there was a, a great footballer, David Hickey. He's a surgeon, and he, he was doing voluntary operations out in Cuba. And in Cuba, even though they're supposed to be communist, but they have a great health system out there. Two out of three in the health system in Cuba is underground, either a doctor or a nurse. It's the opposite here in Ireland. Two out of three in Ireland is a pin pusher. It's all paperwork and all, uh, you know, administration and all this and everything like that. That, we'll have to... That's the elephant in the room. There's too many people sitting in desks inside in our hospitals and like that. Pay them off. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get more. And the money you save, you could get more nurses, more doctors on the ground, and more and more beds. It'll have to be done. We'll see over 40 years, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael made soft jobs inside in the health service for, for, for their friends, for their supporters. There's too much, uh, too much of that. And we have to. If Cuba can do it, Ireland surely can do it. Solve. Robert Dunn. Yeah. Like. We need to start teaching people how to be healthy, and you won't need half the operations in when people know how to be healthy. I mean, look at one people, uh, an operation people, a lot of people go in for is gallstones. It's, it's a build up of calcified balls, and people go for operations to get the the balls or the the gallstones removed from their body. You don't need any operation. You just need to to dissolve the balls of calcified balls which with salt and alkaline foods. The balls will dissolve and they'll pass through the uh, out on your when you're going to the toilet. Um, yeah, there needs to be a, a serious like people need to learn how to be healthy and um, like first of all we need look you open up the the accident emergencies for uh, for broken bones and fractures and all these things and get these people treated or quickly they don't need they don't need to be waiting around the hospitals like get them in and out but other than that lads operations won't fix the problem like you go straight to the root problem operations are treating the symptoms you need to go to the root and find out why people are uh, bodies are all clogged up with 
with uh, gallstones and bacteria and all these things, you know. When you when you get a major operation in hospital, you get a saline drip. You go straight onto a saline drip, which kills, stops the spread of infection, which is bacteria. Why don't they teach people how to do this when they get um, a cold or a flu, which is a bacterial infection? You know, you saline drips, salt, our bodies need to be alkaline. It's been sci- scientifically okay. proven that no disease will survive in an alkaline body. Like. Okay, we'll move on to another issue. What What is it like campaigning uh, on a small budget? Um Connor, first of all, yeah, it's it certainly is challenging. Um, you know, we we don't have uh, the budgets to spend on thousands of posters. Um, but we see litter. I, w- I would call them litter. Thousands of posters we see on nearly every poll. Very prominent politicians. But if you're a lower profile candidate, you need posters. You oh, need your no, name recognition. Wrong, we have po- yeah, we need the the, the, the lower profile candidate. Don't worry. I I have posters, but I mean I don't have thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of posters because of our budget. Um, it's challenging, but there are some great people behind me. I have great supporters, you know, and they come out and, 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 and they help and they assist. And we meet the people and talk to the people. So you are, you, you are a serious handicap. But, I mean, that's not to say that we don't go out and, and give our best. So it's challenging, rewarding, and uh, hopefully uh, we're giving people a, uh, an alternative voice. Uh, I find it very hard, all right, you know, because I'm on a small budget. But I, I put up a great poster. I have about 100 posters with a good message in them. Well, if there's a competition for one of the best posters in, in the election, I should be in the final top 10 anyway. And uh, because, because, because it, there's a message on the right-hand side is <laughs> fighting for our rural, for rural heritage, culture, heritage and identity. And, and then the lower part of it, it's uh, uh, recognising and reinstating our sovereign republic of ERA. And ERA's in green. That's the true name of Ireland, ERA. Not Ireland. Ireland is in the King's English. ERA is our native language, ERA. And people should get proud of our heritage. It's not enough to be cheering on Ireland today in the rugby. We have to go back to where our country was reinstated. But it's been hard. I, I, I think it's unfair. It is ridiculous all the money that's been spent by Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and, uh, you know, the major parties. It's outrageous. <laughs> it's, it's a store for a woman in Palestine when I was putting up a poster there. They put them up in case you have a good poll to put up a poster to keep the other fellas down. That's what they're putting up all these posters. Rob, what about yourself? Is it hard as an independent running and, and budget-wise? No, wise? it's easy. First of all, actually, when I, when I look at Conan, you see the passion like this in his heart and um, it's, it's actually admiring because like they're the people who really need in this country, the people who actually know about Ireland, the people who have Irish blood in their core and they're the people we need running our country. Like you, you, God only knows who, what blood is running our country, you know. But no, the, the campaign is easy. Like I'm on Facebook, I'm well known around the county through the GA and the hurling and stuff. Like I have a few posters in Melbourne, um, I spend 150 euros um, but I've been talking to people for the last six years, like, you know, going out, uh, talking to the homeless and the visiting people. So it's, I think word spreads in Ireland, like, you know, you've ever noticed that when someone starts a, a rumour or a lie, it spreads the whole country, like, so, I mean, surely people know that I'm running in the elections, like, it's very easy. <laughs> and and if you're elected, um, you know, um, who, as I said earlier, um, is there anything you, you could compromise on, you know, to do a deal to, to get in, in power if you are elected? Um, well, certainly not um, on our, 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 our pro-life stance. Um, what we would be looking for there, Trevor, is that, that the government, we will be going into government with, with would, 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 I suppose, acknowledge and, and appreciate that, that a pregnancy is, is a most beautiful, beautiful gift that a, that, that a woman uh, can have and that child is that gift to society. So we would be uh, very strong in, in trying to change the culture of our government, to try and change the culture, to embrace, to embrace our, our own born. Because, because the Western, Western world, the population is falling. 
and the population and uh, and we're getting older. So we need young people. We need young we need young children to come on and 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 to help look, provide services and 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 to support the the, the, the aging population. So we 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 wouldn't be compromising on our on that stance. Um, a lot of the, uh, the economic justice, which is about having a fair society, a lot of the parties, to be fair, have similar no. policies on that. So, we, I mean, we would find commonality on that. But um, we certainly wouldn't be up for compromising on, on our pro-life stance. Yeah, one, one of the main things I'd have to... <coughs> I wouldn't compromise is there's, uh, they're trying to cut out free speech. Uh, uh, Fianna Fáil TD was bringing the private members. She's getting ready for a so-called hate speech. If that, that will have wide-ranging powers, that will finish free, free speech in our country. We don't realise it, but there's communistic kind of... Uh, the EU is going to go on semi-communism now at the moment. They have the very wealthy on top, and then you have, they're trying to destroy the middle class uh, in, in every country and have a lower class and di- dictate to them then. And, and it's vital as free speech. That, that That's one, one thing. Another thing... Uh, you know, is, is on the sovereignty too. I, I'm, yeah. I'm standing up for the sovereignty in, in the country. OK, very good. And, and Rob... Yeah, no, I'd compromise if I knew it was in the benefit of the people of the country. Like, uh, Connor was talking about pro-life there a minute ago. You remember the abortion, the Eighth Amendment? was That was funded by um, a Hungarian billionaire, George Soros. Like, why was he funding an abortion campaign in Ireland? Like, you know, he was... They were trying to get the the, the abortion legalised in Ireland for reasons I don't... Well, I, I do know because... Well, it was passed. It was... It was a referendum that was passed Why was it funded by an Hunga- a Hungarian billionaire? I don't know who funded it. I'm, yeah, I'm honest. It was. If you look into it, you right. know. But you see, one thing there, Trevor, is that, um, I mean, we crisis pregnancies, you know, we hear about crisis pregnancies. And, 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 you know, women go through for abortion for a number of reasons. And, but this crisis, this crisis, we have to say, why is it a crisis? Is it because of lack of housing? Like that poor girl that gave birth on the street, that was a crisis pregnancy. You know, it's a disgrace on the government that that, 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 that girl had to, give, had, 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 had to give birth on the street. What, what is the number one issue you've met on the doorsteps, finally, for the three of you? The, well, health, number for, one. Yeah, for, the, for the, older, the older population, or the older, more senior citizens, would, health would be the big one, and the pension would be the big one. For the younger people who are housing, you know, people are stuck, stuck in rented accommodation. Okay. And they can't, they can't get affordable housing. Tanker. I, I, I find the biggest one is um, people are worried about the number of of uh, migrants, immigration migrants coming into the country. Like, we can, look, we have our own problems here in this country. We have uh, travellers, you know what I mean? We have to look after them and we have our own problems. But it has imported more problems. And uh, people are, are afraid they're going to be, there could be mass migration. We have no, we have no, uh, we have no quarters. We have no, we have no, and, and uh, they're seen to be getting the housing. 99% of the homeless are Irish. 90 99% of the farmers are housed. I mean, that's not fair. And I'm not racist. I'm the racist born in my body. But we have to remain, retain our identity. And, and uh, you know, I mean, you know, I love I loved, I loved this country, which is, which is nearly going down the toilet at this stage now. Like, and and I, I'm shouting stop. And my, my, and I, uh, you see the two lads behind me? I, if you give, if you give criminal number one, I give, give two, three to the two men beside me and other uh, Renew and, and the National Party as well. But don't vote for the Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and the other crowd. Get out to destroy our country. Okay. Uh, Finally, Rob. Rob O'Donnell, uh, yeah, independent. As I said, I've been meeting people for the last six years and uh, just going around visiting people because I love visiting people. But the main thing that I see in people's eyes is hopelessness. People are losing hope in our country. People losing hope in each other. Each other, there's people dying of cancer and suicide and stuff. And we just, uh, look, we don't want too much. I think we just want a bit of fun back in our lives. We want uh, our identity to come back. We want uh, music and culture and 
you know, just a bit of, a bit of fun, really. I think that's all Irish people really want is a bit of fun. But when you look at the people's eyes, you can see hopelessness. And that's why people commit suicide, because they see no hope for the future, you know. Okay, all right. Conor O'Donoghue into an independence. Con Kremen, Rob O'Donnell, all three standing in the Limerick County constituency. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thanks. Thanks. In the County, Live 95.